Welcome to America's Independent Voice Podcast. Everyone has a story and life experiences that when shared can be a benefit to others. Join us for conversations about the things that affect our families, communities, and nation. Hey folks, my name is JC Owens. I am your host, so let's get started with today's conversation. Hey folks, JC here. Welcome back. Today I want to talk a little bit about major cities across the country under democratic control and leadership and what's going on in those cities and where we're heading. I once lived in New York City, spent about four years there. I actually lived in a place called Jackson Heights, Queens. It wasn't a great area. It wasn't a bad area. Ethnicities from all over the world lived there. Great place to eat all different types of food. And many times I was walking through the streets late at night. And I'm one that avoids bad situations. So I saw a lot of things happening and going on in the middle of the night. But you ignore them. You just cross over a few blocks and work your way around things. And for my time in New York City, I never had a problem, although many did. But I want to talk specifically about the democratic leadership in different cities because New York City, for example, the crime rate is just off the charts. And New York City is a great place, or at least at one time it was a place that the city that never sleeps, as Frank Sinatra put it. You could go out at night. You could buy meals of any type throughout the entire night. Always lots of entertainment, fun stuff to do. Broadway shows are great. Always loved Greenwich Village. Fun place to visit. Spent many a night in Greenwich Village till late in the morning hours. Jumped on the subway, went to Queens, got off the subway, walked probably about 14 blocks to where I lived in an apartment and never had a problem. But again, many do. I just happen to be very street smart and know how to survive in those type of environments. But I would never suggest anybody today go to New York City on vacation because it's just crime-ridden. It's a war zone. You never know if you're going to get shot, stabbed, robbed, carjackings on a regular basis. Crime is through the roof. Just recently, New York declares a state of emergency over polio. Now they're claiming that the polio is found in the wastewater and that there's no threat of it getting into the tap water. Our U.S. city should not have polio. Now, I wonder if they're doing this to push more vaccines on people because that's the result. That's their solution. It's always the solution for the liberal left. Let's fix it with a Band-Aid. We're not going to address the problem. We're going to fix it with a Band-Aid. But I don't trust city officials that are dealing with polio and the wastewater telling me that it's not going to get into the tap water. I believe those liars as much as I believe the average criminal on the street because most leadership is criminal. They'll lie to say anything because they don't want to look bad in the eyes of the public, especially with an election coming up. Take city number two. We're going to talk about Portland, Oregon. The mayor of Portland, he didn't want the police to intervene during the riots. He cozied up to the rioters. He cozied up to the homeless that were just invading Portland. And I don't know if you've ever been to Portland, but it's a beautiful city. It really is. I was there probably about 15 years ago and spent extensive time there doing different types of work that I was involved in. And it was a beautiful city. It was a very calm city, very peaceful. But not today, because that mayor, he turned over control of that city 
to a bunch of BLM rioters and protesters, and they literally did their best job to destroy the place. Then he cozied up to the homeless that were invading almost every aspect of Portland, which eventually has driven many citizens to flee that city. But now, that same mayor, his name's Ted Wheeler, he's a liberal left idiot. He's asking the public to stand together and take back our city. He's now switched his tune, and instead of defunding the police, now he wants to support the police. He should have supported them a long time ago before it got out of control. Because Portland, nobody wants to be a police officer there. The ones that are there, many of them are just hanging on as long as they can to try to get their retirement. But the city's failing miserably, and with the good quality residents, the taxpayers leaving the city in droves, they just don't have the money to do anything anymore. And that city's going to continue to deteriorate all because of liberal left policies. We won't even begin talking about Philadelphia and Chicago because over Labor Day weekend, both of those cities just had huge numbers of shootings. Now, Chicago, they're claiming that, oh, it was better than it was the year before. But when you have lots of shootings, being better than it was a year before isn't comforting. It's not comforting to the residents. Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago is an absolute disaster. That woman is criminal in so many ways, negligent in so many ways, but she's out there grandstanding that shootings were down. Shootings might be down, but your crime is up 35%. I'm sure that's comforting for your citizens. Philadelphia, there's not much you can say about that place. It's just an absolute cesspool, and it's sad because I'm from that area. Most of my relatives are from that area. Thankfully, my dad had the insight to get us the heck out of there because a long time ago, when my father was in law enforcement in Philly, he saw what was happening. He saw the path that the city was taking. It's one of the most corrupt cities in the nation, and it's a cesspool. It's not even habitable in certain areas by human beings. We could talk about Los Angeles, the governor of California. Wow. Boy, is he a brilliant one. He's spent the better part of the last year and a half talking about California leading the nation in having everybody switch to electric vehicles. And that's the big push in California. They're going to have zero emissions. Everything's going to be electric. But the problem is now that same governor is pleading with the residents of California to turn off their lights, to drop their electricity usage to a bare minimal because they don't have enough power to sustain power throughout California. California is also the state that on the West Coast is stealing all the water. They're trying to ship every ounce of water they can steal from Utah, Colorado, Montana, any state that has water flow. California is trying to soak up that water. Why? Because governor of California is too foolish to put desalination plants in along the coast, which should have been done a long time ago. The state of California is constantly complaining about the rising water levels due to climate change, the glaciers melting, whatever the case may be. They won't put in desalination plants, which would seem logical to me. If your water level was rising in the oceans, it's eroding a lot of your quality beach area. Wouldn't a solution be? Start using that water, turning it into drinking water. Now you have a benefit. But that would actually be a smart decision. It's amazing. Look at the wildfires in California. Whatever they're spraying over that place, 
causes entire communities to erupt in minutes in flames. They have some of the most beautiful landscape in the nation, in the state of California. I live there. It's a beautiful place. Too much traffic for me. A good portion of California, to be honest with you, are very conservative. If you go outside of the cities, you'll find a lot of great quality conservatives. And a lot of people love California, but it's becoming uninhabitable. The illegal population in California is just out of control. I'm talking 10 years ago. I was in Stockton talking to a police officer, and he was telling me that Stockton has a higher crime rate than Oakland, and that's due to all the illegals that no longer want to work for $20 an hour picking fruit. That's below them. They'd rather deal drugs and spawn crime, and that's what's taking over California. But it's a trend, and it's not a new trend. For many years, Democratic leaders have been destroying communities and cities across the nation. Take, for instance, San Francisco. You would think that it's a joke or something from a Saturday Night Live skit, but San Francisco has a poop app. Their homeless population has gotten so out of control that they're just pooping in the streets, many times just in front of the windows of restaurants where residents are eating. So they developed a poop app. You can look it up. And what you do is when you spot a pile of poop on the sidewalk, you just hit a button on your phone, it marks the poop spot, and now the city workers can go clean it up. Wow, that's a great use of taxpayer money. They're not coming up with any solutions to make anything better, so these cities just continue to deteriorate. Now, for the purposes of this podcast, so it didn't go on all night, I've just mentioned a few of the bigger cities and some of the states that have real problems. But all democratic cities, big and small, across the country are experiencing the same type of devastation. It's just a matter of time, because the radical liberal left policies don't work. They've never worked, and they're never going to work. They're just out of control, radical left policies. And the people that are implementing these policies, they don't care about the citizens. They don't care about their states. They don't care about these cities. All they care about is lining their pocketbooks so they can get wealthy as they destroy your communities. And one of the good reasons for it is because they're getting federal funding. If your homeless population goes up, you get more federal funding. If your communities in your state catch on fire, you get more federal funding. If your crime rate goes up, you get more federal funding. And then your prison population goes up. And then when you can't get as much federal funding as you need, you simply use COVID as an excuse to let all those prisoners go. And then you send them back to the streets so they can commit more crimes, harm more citizens, kill more citizens, and continue to devastate your city more. To rational thinkers, it's a definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. But these leaders in the Democratic Party, they don't want a different result. They know what they're doing. They're just taking advantage of these areas they're stealing from the citizens through federal funding. And if you don't spend that federal funding, you don't get it the next year or so. Democratic cities survive on federal funding, but it's not doing anything for the good quality residents. See, the homeless, they don't pay taxes. Illegal immigrants aren't paying taxes. The criminals, they don't pay taxes. The people that pay taxes are the hardworking citizens that actually want to live good quality lives. But these Democratic leaders, they don't care about the good quality citizens because the majority of them lean more towards the right than the left. So they're going to cater and pander to those on the left, while those who lean more right are fleeing those areas 
Heck, even Elon Musk left California for Texas. It's amazing. Elon Musk is not a conservative, although he's a pretty good liberal. I find him very interesting individual, and I think he actually is a good person. But he said, no, I can't sustain business in California anymore. So he fled to Texas, and that's where he's opening up all his new Tesla plants. And Texas, they welcomed him with open arms. But we see this time and time again, these Democratic leaders promising the world and giving nothing. And whenever they're asked for solutions, they come up with the same garbage arguments that just don't hold water. So if you live in one of these democratically controlled cities, you might as well get out while the going is good. But if you do decide to leave and go to an area that's more conservative, where people have values, morals, rational thinking, leave your garbage and your baggage behind you in the state that you left. Don't take your baggage to a new area and decide to inflict your opinions and your radical left crazy policies and beliefs on the new areas that you're traveling to because you'll only destroy them. And we see that a lot. So many times I'm talking to folks and they say, oh yeah, those darn Californians are coming in here and destroying the place. Why? For some reason, Californians can't leave well enough alone. Either can New Yorkans. See, they flee the cesspools that they created with their left-wing thinking, and then they just go to another area and they start destroying those new areas with their left-wing cesspool thinking. I caution communities on how much growth you should probably have because most of your growth in almost any community these days is people fleeing democratically controlled areas. But just beware, because they're coming to your area with the same stinking thinking that they left the other area with. And it's not going to be good for your areas or communities, your schools, or you as United States citizen. Now, personally, I'm a huge advocate of recolonization. I actually think that the conservative states should break away from the liberal states. I'm hoping Texas is the first one to do that because I wouldn't mind being a resident of Texas or a great state of South Dakota. But if you did that, hey, let the liberals have their areas, let conservatives have their areas. I would say put roadblocks in between those areas so that there's no crossover, there's no fighting, and everybody gets to live as they choose. And if you give it some thought, it's a rational, reasonable way to go. But the problem is that the democratic cities and states in this nation rely on federal funding, most of which is coming from the conservative states because they have the taxpayers, because the democratic states don't have taxpayers. They have a bunch of leeches sucking off the system. So everything in the Democratic-controlled areas is money that's coming from the conservative areas where people actually live right and pay taxes. So I'm not sure what the solution is. That's just my idea, but we'll see how it goes. Hey, that's all I have to say on that topic. I hope you all have a great day, and this is J.C. Owens, and I am out of here. Thank you for joining us at America's Independent Voice. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please take a moment to rate our show. You can find us at americasindependentvoice.com. Until next time, y'all have a great and safe day.